0: On everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerkey. Back in February of 2014, we had the first of our One Thing in Common shows, where I played four sets of records that all had One Thing in Common, and asked you to try to figure out what it was. The common thread in that first One Thing in Common show was that all of the songs were in the soundtrack of the 1981 Steve Martin and Bernadette Peters film Pennies from Heaven. On the December 13th, 2015 show, all 17 records I played were vintage recordings of songs on Alex Mendham and his orchestra's new CD at the time, titled Jasnocracy. And if you still don't have it, get it at rivermontrecords.com. And if you haven't heard, the band's third CD, titled On With The Show, will be released in just three days, on July 19th. It promises to be even better than the last two CDs, and you can pre-order it on the band's website, alexmendham.com. That's alexmendham, M-E-N-D-H-A-M, dot com. In 2016, we had two One Thing in Common shows, and tonight we've got another. This one, however, will be very tough for most people, but should be easy for a certain group of cognoscenti. If you figure it out or have a guess, send an email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com by midnight, Saturday, July 22nd, and if you're correct, you'll have a chance to win a copy of the Peacherine Ragtime Society Orchestra's CD titled Step With Pep, featuring the ragtime and dance music of Mel B. Kaufman. So without further ado, here are the Chicago Loopers.
1: Blue, blue.
0: The Cellar Boys, with the A-take of Wailing Blues, recorded January 24, 1930. Wingy Minone on cornet was the leader of the Cellar Boys, so named because they played at a club in Chicago called My Cellar. Frank Melrose, who wrote Wailing Blues, played piano. Brother Charles Melrose was on accordion. Bud Freeman played tenor sax. Frank Teschmacher played clarinet. And George Wetling was on the drums. Usually, if there's more than one take of a recording, the timing is within a second or two. But that A take of Wailing Blues issued on the Vocalion and Brunswick labels is fully 11 seconds longer than the B take, which was unissued on 78. Before that, Louis Armstrong and his Hot Five with Cornet Chop Suey from February 26, 1926. Louis was preceded by Bessie Smith and her Blue Boys with One and Two Blues written by George Brooks and recorded by Columbia on October 26, 1926. We started off this special One Thing in Common show with Willard Robeson and his orchestra, credited as the Chicago Loopers, with Three Blind Mice, written by Chauncey Morehouse. You heard Bix Beiderbecke on cornet and Frank Trumbauer on that Perfect 78 from around October 20, 1927. I'm Glenn Robeson, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. So, have you figured out from that first segment what the common thread of those four records is? One hint, it has nothing to do with the titles of the tunes. Well, here are four more records. Maybe this'll help. You heard Louis Armstrong in the first segment of the show, and there you heard him again with his Hot Five, this time with Your Next, from that same February 26, 1926 session as Cornet Chop Suey. But that has nothing to do with the common thread among all these records. Before Louis, we heard the New Orleans Rhythm Kings, with one of four issued sides, from a January 23, 1925 session in New Orleans, and I Never Knew What a Gal Could Do, written by Elmer Schoble. There are lots of recordings of Dippermouth Blues, also known as Sugarfoot Stomp, and Joe King Oliver, Louis Armstrong, and Walter Melrose are all given composer credit in various combinations, and we heard a couple of them. The first recording of Dipper Mouth Blues was made by King Oliver's Creole Jazz Band on April 6, 1923, for Jeanette, but we started off the segment with their late June 1923 recording on the OK label, with Bud Scott shouting, Oh, play that thing, toward the end. Fletcher Henderson first recorded Sugarfoot Stomp with Louis Armstrong for Columbia on May 29, 1925, but we heard Henderson's Connie's Inn Orchestra and their April 29, 1931 recording for Victor, and I Don't Know Who Shouts, Oh, Play That Thing, on that record. The recording was also issued on the Bluebird label as by Ray Nichols and his Four Towers Orchestra. Claremont, California
2: 91711
0: Continuing this special One Thing in Common edition of Rapidly Rotating Records, I'll give you another hint. I said earlier that it had nothing to do with the titles and I'll also let you know that it has nothing to do with the artists. And with that, here are four more records. Maybe this will help. Bye. Mm-hmm.
3: Take me down to this head rag hop. We're gonna have some fun. After all, we're gonna have some fun now, Daddy. That makes me feel so boogie woogie. I know it, baby. It's gonna make you feel some other way too. Hey, you little girl over there with a the black dress on Come right away and stand up by me. I want to show you how to do that head-rag hopping. Right now, that's it. Now let's get it, shake it, shake it fast, that's just what I'm talking about. Baby, you're sowing your mess now, I thought you told me you didn't know how to do that fish tail. Ah, you're doing the head rag hop now. Kind of good like that too. Ah, somebody ought to knock a jug on this little head rag hop. They ought to knock a jug sometimes, like on this. Look out for the landlady, give her a break. baby is tight I don't think it could be me that's just what I'm talking about yeah <laughs> ah this is the way you do this boogie woogie yeah that's it yeah I'm telling you
0: Well, there's something a little different from the rest of the records on the show so far some boogie woogie from romeo nelson in the form of the rent party classic head rag hop from a 1929 vocalion 78 the talking was by tampa red and frankie jackson who in the 1930s was heard on chicago radio and led his own band frankie half pint jackson and his quartz of joy Romeo Nelson was born on March 12, 1902 in Springfield, Tennessee and recorded some of the fastest Boogie Woogie on record, and some of the finest, too, for that matter. Romeo Nelson died in May of 1974. Headrag Hop was preceded by Benny Goodman's Boys with Jim and Glenn, that would be Jimmy McPartland on cornet and Glenn Miller on trombone, with Wolverine Blues, recorded in Chicago on January 23, 1928. Wolverine Blues was written by John C. Spikes, Brother Reb Spikes, and Jelly Roll Morton, and followed J.C. Higginbotham and his Six Hicks, and the Higginbotham original, Give Me Your Telephone Number, from February 5, 1930. One of the Six Hicks was Henry Red Allen on trumpet. We begin the set with a piano solo from Earl Hines, his composition Just Too Soon. One of eight issued sides recorded in a December 8, 1928 session. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24 7 on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on iTunes as a podcast and part of the Global Community Radio Network. Here's the final set of records on this week's One Thing in Common show. All of the records on this week's show have one thing in common, and it has nothing to do with the titles, or the artists, or the date, or composers. But here's a big hint. They're all hot. And here's one of the hottest. Started off this final set with Jimmy Noon's Apex Club Orchestra and a terrific record, King Joe, from August 25, 1929. Remember in the second segment of the show when Bud Scott shouted oh, play that thing in Dippermouth Blues? Well, guess what? Bud Scott wrote King Joe, which of course refers to Joe King Oliver, but is not to be confused with the 1941 King Joe written and recorded by Count Basie, which refers to boxer Joe Louis and is subtitled Joe Louis Blues. Next, it was Bix and his Rhythm Jugglers with Davenport Blues, a Biderbeck original recorded by Jeanette in Richmond, Indiana on January 26, 1925. Davenport Blues was followed by Clarence Williams' Blue 5, featuring Sidney Bechet, and Wildcat Blues. That OK 78 will be having a birthday in a couple of weeks, having been recorded in New York on July 30, 1923. Wildcat Blues was written by Clarence Williams and Thomas Wiley. We finished up with the Louisiana Rhythm Kings, just one of a number of pseudonyms for Red Nichols and His Five Pennies, and in the Jack. This Ball in the Jack was written by Chris Smith and Jack Burris, and is not to be confused with the 1914 in the Jack written by James Reese Europe, which had the additional title, What It Takes to Make Me Love You, You've Got It. Well, there you've got it. 16 records that all have one thing in common. Do you know what it is? Have a guess? Don't give a... (coughs) I do need to mention that these 16 records are not the only ones with this common thread and represent less than half of the total number of records in the set. So send an email to Glenn with two Ns at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com by midnight, Saturday, July 22nd, and if you're correct you'll have a chance to win a copy of the Peacherine Ragtime Society Orchestra's CD titled Step With Pep, featuring the ragtime and dance music of Mel B. Kaufman. And if you're the only person with the correct answer, you're guaranteed to win. I'm Glenn Robison, and you've been listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (音楽) I'm gonna go to the bathroom and 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 I'm